What's up, everybody? BC here. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Uh, today, because this to me is of monumental importance, I wanted to talk about being a modern leader, modern leadership, right? Um, and I think that's something that a lot of people have kind of swept under the rug or haven't paid attention to. We've seen a shift in the last couple of years in regards to uh, team building, leadership protocols right now. Uh, so much more stuff is online. So many more people are erring on the side of social media, right? Uh, social dynamics and communication has, is kind of becoming more and more of a lost art. Um, everybody's on apps, right? Like even I get sick of it. Like the next group I meet or person, oh, get on this app to talk. It's like, dude, just text me. Like, why do we have to be on all these apps? It kind of drives me crazy. So I wanted to talk, again, this isn't all of it, but I wanted to talk about a few things that you need to be mindful of when you step into 2023 in the future because leadership of, of course, yourself in your own life, but more importantly, your team and what you do becomes of, you know, it, it's just one of those things that, is so important, but people don't really take it seriously. They're so consumed with their daily problems and small things that they forget, hey, I need to not only lead me, I need to lead my organization, my team, everything and everyone else and my world and everything in it. And when you look at it from that perspective and you take and assume that responsibility, things really begin to change for you, okay? So four things I wanna to cover today uh, for you to help you with this specifically. Number one is we need to think a lot more collaboratively now, right? Like I think one thing of the past is I'm the leader, I'm the CEO, it's my way or the highway and that's it, right? Versus now it has to be a lot more collaborative. Like I've always done this at every capacity in all of my businesses. I'll bring in uh, people, whether they're team members or again, it doesn't matter where they are in the hierarchy, I'm always asking for feedback. I mean, one of the protocols that I have is once I would bring somebody into a new position, after a couple of weeks, I would say, hey, when I hired you, this was your list and your job description. I want you to rewrite it now from your perspective, having been here two weeks, a month, or whatever it is, to see if this lines up or if there's anything added or taken out. And then I would use that as my new job description, right? That assumes collaboration. Right? I'm asking them for feedback. When I would tell them, hey, we're having a meeting, this is an open forum. I don't want this, this whole, well, I can't say this because you know, it's the boss man and he's gonna get mad. No, if you wanna speak your mind, speak it. Right? We have our code and our respect amongst each other, but if you wanna make a suggestion or you have an idea, please, this is an open forum for you to make that suggestion. I don't want you to feel like, well, there's a chain of command and I can't do it, or no one's gonna listen to me just because I'm a lowly employee, et cetera, et cetera. Right? Same thing with the, the workplace, it's fun. We're very effective, we get things done, but we have a good time, right? And that is directly tied to this kind of collaborative nature. This, this team, this organism that you've created is composed of many members, not just you as the leader. And you have to keep that in mind. So how you, you weave this into what you do and how you integrate it into everything that is your business and your brand will determine a lot. Right? Because we're looking at a couple things here, right? Two things that I'll highlight here. Loyalty and longevity. When I built what I wanted to build, it was with these two things in mind. I want people to have a reason and to make it nearly automatic for them to be loyal to me. And I want this thing to go long. I don't want a business for a year. All the businesses that I've created, I've wanted to do for a long time. Now, can that change? Potentially. But the mindset was always long-term, long-term, long-term. So I want loyalty and longevity. And when I create a collaborative workplace and culture, it makes it easier for these things to practically be automatic, which is what you want, okay? 
collaborative. Number two, we're purpose-driven, not solely profit-driven. Again, thing of the past, it's all about the numbers. This is why you've seen a lot of your favorite places, maybe like a restaurant or a mom and pop shop, suddenly go down in quality because they decided to franchise, right? It was all about squeezing every penny of profit, the quality of the food or the service went down, and now you're not a fan anymore. We've seen this happen a million times. Now, there is a way to be more profitable and grow while staying true to your purpose and not losing that essence that a lot of businesses lose in the process of growth and expansion. So this is something you need to, need to really take a look at. And let me give you a very easy, simple, everyday example. With me at Team BC, right, the purpose is to better the individual and make their lives better. Not just for us to come in and sell X amount of homes and make X amount of profit, even though last year we surpassed, I think, like 120 million in volume. We did fantastic for our team. But the purpose behind it is to grow, to create this tribe and community, to evolve, right? To provide for ourselves and our families and, and, and to have this, this self-improvement and self-development and enlightenment and happiness and fulfillment and all these other things that other people, again, make secondary to profit. I want to better the individual. I want somebody to, to, to be a part of something, right? That's greater than all of us individually. That to me has always been the core from the beginning and to help people unlock certain parts of their mind, view the world differently, view themselves differently, develop themselves, confidence, all that stuff, right? Now there's much more to it than that, but that was always the primary thing with Team BC, Team BC University, and all the stuff that I do, whether at YouTube, free stuff, paid stuff, this podcast, it's purpose, not profit. Can I do other stuff to get away from purpose and only focus on profit? Sure. But this is always gonna be primary and profit will always be secondary. Because I've told you guys a million times, the moment this stops being fun, I'm gonna stop doing it. And if it doesn't give me fulfillment and it's not enjoyable, I'm not gonna do it, even if it makes me money. A recent career move that I made demonstrated that to all of you. I walked away from a half a million dollar a year business because of an inconsistency and a non-alignment in core values. It's not about the money, all right? The money will come. What's the purpose? Right? And again, you being the leader, you being the leader, everything rides on you. You set that. You create the mission statement. You create the core values for your brand and everything. It's up to you. It trickles down from you and everybody contributes, but it all starts with you and you have to remember that. And a lot of people, again, are only focused on making money. Take a look at uh, like my field, real estate, right? My, my principal field. A lot of people coming in don't even think about this. It's all about, oh, I just need to make a, a sale. I need to get a commission check. And it becomes like this desperate maneuver where everything gets thrown away and in many cases they'll even compromise themselves and their own values for the pursuit or acquisition of profit or money, which is absolutely wrong. That's 100% backwards. You cannot do that and that leads to perpetual suffering for sure. And a lot of people are in a misalignment with that. So when you take a look at this and you look at the scope of your business and everything that you're doing, be absolutely certain that purpose is a priority over just profit. Now, ideally, you want both. I believe all of my operations exhibit both at a very high level. However, you're gonna have to run into some challenges and some issues and, you know, people will come, people will go. That's just the nature of business and life. But understand that this has to be principle in the modern day. People connect to this, especially in the era of social media. They're gonna see what you're about, how you speak, how you carry yourself, how you conduct yourself in person, on camera, online, at events and they're looking to connect with you, the individual. If they connect with you, if they align with you, now it makes sense and you can make profit together. 
and that's a thing of beauty. Number three, you as a leader, modern leader, are gonna have to be what I call here, and I've talked about this before in the past, the eye of the storm, meaning when chaos hits, when the world is crumbling around you, you're the eye of the storm. I remember when the evil C word happened, right? I can't even say it anymore. Otherwise, I'll shut off this video, right? The camera will magically shut off and we won't be able to record anymore. It's happened before where they've actually jumped in on my Zoom, believe it or not, and shut it down. Um, eye of the storm, what do I mean by that? When that evil, evil word happened that starts with a C and ends with a D, right? In 2020, everything and everyone around me was just frantic and I stayed calm. I was that shoulder to lean on, personal, business, whatever you wanna call it, right? Now I've built myself up and I love assuming that responsibility, but I had to be that for my team. If we're gonna zoom in on like my real estate team or my personal you know, brand businesses and all that stuff, I had to be the eye of the storm for all of them and I was willing and able to do it. Now, that would be a whole lecture and and, and process in itself to teach you that, but you have to really embrace this role. You being the leader, again, you assume that responsibility and you have to be willing to take it. What are you gonna do to put yourself in that position where not only financially, but emotionally and mentally, you can be the eye of the storm for your team because they will inevitably look up to you. When things aren't going good, they're looking at you. When things are going well, they're looking at you. At all times, eyes are on you. And if we're struggling with some of these basic tenets, such as this, it makes it difficult for people to really, again, be loyal to you for long-term. Loyalty, longevity, ties into this as well. So ask yourself, how can I become bulletproof as a leader? How can I become mentally stronger, financially more responsible and stronger, emotionally stronger, right? And you create this list in order to say, hey, this one is number one priority, I need to fix it, because I do want to be the eye of the storm for my team. I want to be there for them. I want to be that shoulder to lean on, that shoulder to cry on, whatever it is. You have to be that. Again, and the leaders that take it to that level willingly embrace this and say, I want that responsibility. That's the difference between somebody who's okay and decent and somebody who is well above average or excellent, top of their field is that. They want this responsibility, they want that pressure. And that was a shift that I had to make to really allow myself to step into that, hey, that beingness of I am the eye of the storm, bring me whatever, I'm good, I'm calm, I'm gonna get the job done, I'm gonna be here, I'm strong, I'm stable, I'm grounded. That's what you want, okay? So number four, the tribe first. What do I mean by that? It's not about me and, and what I want or just the numbers that I want. I now have a crew of 25, 30, you know, whichever business it is, of people that want to accomplish their things too. And I need to be active in making sure that they accomplish what they want because then in turn, we as a unit, we as an organization, a tribe, a team, accomplish everything we want. That's what we want. If I accomplish what I want and very few other people accomplish what they want, well now I'm putting myself first and the tribe second. And they know that which then will lead to lack of loyalty and longevity. Because they say, hey, this person is all about themselves and their agenda and they put themselves first. People can see it, people can feel it, and it's obvious. This is why a lot of people don't like social media influencers, because they know they have an agenda. All the people that claim to have this, or oh, I'm doing this, you know, a lot of people, oh, I'm doing this for free and I'm giving you this, they have a hidden agenda. Some of you don't see it, but it's the reality, right? And eventually the truth always comes out. So for me, I said, hey, I'm a part of this. I'm a part of this tribe. I'm one member of this tribe. Yeah, I'm the leader, but this is a tribe. And I need to make sure that I set things up and lead in a way that puts the tribe first. 
Because our success, our growth, builds loyalty, builds longevity, and it will take us all, including me, to the destination, wherever that is, right? And in this case, we can talk financial, right? Emotional, spiritual, whatever it is for you, right? You can apply this to your personal life, personal relationships, business. This formula, right, is universally applicable, which is cool. So, in summation, as we finish this thing up, be collaborative, be purpose-driven first, then profit, be the eye of the storm, and put the tribe first. When you put the tribe first, it becomes very easy. Well, I don't want to say very easy, but much easier for you to make the right decision. Because many times when we want to put ourselves first, we now hit a, a moment of conflict because we say, hey, I could make this decision for myself, but it harms the tribe. Now, if I'm going to make a decision that really benefits the tribe and, and, and maybe gives me slight discomfort or slight harm, I'm okay with that because it's going to benefit the tribe. All right? Cool. So, wrapping things up here, these are the four things that you can focus on. Again, there's many, 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 many more. But these four, I think, are a good start for you to start embodying some of these principles of what it is to be a modern leader and be able to take yourself to that level where now um, you, know, you can take on an operation, whether small or big, it doesn't matter. All right? So appreciate you guys listening in to another episode of Supreme Being. Make sure you give us a review. Uh, I know some of you have said like you can't find it on Spotify or there's only a certain amount of episodes. I don't know. It's linked. It's everywhere. It's on iTunes. Maybe you can change the way you sort it. Um, or if any of you have figured it out, if you want to put in the comment section uh, below what you did to fix it on Spotify or some of these other platforms, go ahead because, again, I have no control over that. All right, that's it for this one. We'll see you guys on the next episode. Peace.